Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. There is a poetry which says Zindagi Ahmad Baraya Bandagi that this life has been given to us to display our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the very purpose of life. When a person understands the purpose of life, then he focuses his energies, he utilizes his time in fulfilling this purpose. And then the poet says, Zindagi bebandagi sharmindagi. That life wherein there is no worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no servitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that life is an embarrassment. It is a disgrace. Imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you. How did you come into this dunya? You did not come of your own accord. It was no achievement of yours. Allah created you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created all the provisions for you. This world we live in is the world of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything in your body, all the different functions that are working, working with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every day you enjoying the sustenance and the rosy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what an embarrassment, what a disgrace, if you do not worship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah who created you, that Allah who had created all these provisions for you, everything here he put in place for you. He's even protecting you 24-7. He's got angels there protecting you, but you are negligent of him, then indeed this is an embarrassment. This is a disgrace, a disgrace in the true sense of the word. So as Muslims, we need to understand our purpose of life and constantly remain focused in fulfilling that purpose. And that's the only way we will be successful. One easy way to constantly remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is by reciting the Qur'an Sharif and pondering over the meaning of the Qur'an. Just a little bit attention, a little bit focus from our side. Alhamdulillah, we were discussing the Suratul Ikhlas and we did the translation where you sing, Qul, say, Huwallahu Ahad. It is Allah, the one and only. Allahu Samad. Allah is the completely independent. And one of the explanations we had given for Samad was that being who needs no one or needs nothing. But every other creation is in need to him. Al-Mustaghni an kulli ahad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he doesn't need anyone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need us. He doesn't need our ibadat. He doesn't need our wealth. He can destroy us. Allah Ta'ala throughout the Qur'an is saying, Insan, how are you behaving? How you become so haughty? How you become so proud? If I want, I can wipe you out. And he'll bring another creation. He'll bring people that are better than us. Don't you see it happening? Sometimes Allah Ta'ala physically wipes a person out. And sometimes Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala kicks that person out of his court. The man was coming to the masjid. Something happened, he's gone. The man was on the straight path. 
something happened in his life, he's gone completely off. Now you look at him, you can't recognize him. You don't know if it's the same person. Allah doesn't need anyone. Another person was completely out of this environment. He seemed to be far from deen. Next minute you see a revolution coming in his life. Now he's in the masjid. Now he's following the sunnah. Now he's in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah doesn't need anyone. Allah will take care of his deen. Allah will protect the masjid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect Islam. So Allah is samad. One of the meanings of samad is ad-da'imul baqi. That being who is always there, who will remain forever, who is eternal. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was always there and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always be there. And even for every one of us, from your very inception, from your very beginning, from the time the child is in the womb of his mother, who is there for him? It is Allah when no one else was there. When you are in that state, no one can do anything for you. Even the doctor can do nothing for you. All the different phases you go through. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have put some deformity. He could have put some disability. It was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was protecting that fetus. So from the beginning, it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is there for you. Throughout your life, you will be interacting with different people. You will be in contact with different people. But remember everything you in contact with, everyone, it's a temporary relationship. Whoever it is, it's a temporary relationship. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was always there and He will always be there. And even when you're leaving this dunya, who is going to be there for you? It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who's going to make the pains of death easy for you? Think about it. Who can help you? Which doctor can help you? Doctor can't help himself. No one can help themselves. No one can do anything for you. Allah is there for you. But remember, you be focused to Allah. Man kana lillah, kana Allahu lahu. That person who becomes Allah's, Allah becomes his. He is there to protect you. He is there to protect your iman. When you go on from the dunya, who is there for your family? Who is there for your children? Every man is concerned. When I leave, what happens to my family? What happens to my children? Allah is there for them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will protect them. He will take care of them. When you go in the qabr, who is going to be there with you in the qabr? Who is going to come and save you from the punishment of the qabr? Who is in control of the malaika and the angels that are coming there? It is Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now when you think like this here, you yourself will understand that I owe the greatest loyalty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In my life, Allah must come first. And everyone and everything else must come after. Everything can wait. When the muazzin is saying, Hayya ala salah, hayya ala al-falah, the caller of Allah is calling me. I can drop everything. I can leave everyone. I'll rush to the masjid. Why? Because this is the caller of Allah. Who is calling me? Allah's caller. Allah has commanded that muazzin to give that azan. I'll drop everything. I'll leave everything. The business, my work, my occupation, my everything I'll leave. I'll rush to the masjid. Because I owe the greatest loyalty to Allah because I need Allah every facet of my life. I need Allah at the time of mood. I need Allah after death. I need Allah on the day of Qiyamah when people will be drowning in their own perspiration. Allah is there only. Remember, لَمْ يَلِدْ وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدْ There's no one 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not beget, nor was he begotten. He did not father any children, nor did he have any father or any parents. And there is no one equal to Allah. Allah is unique in his being. Allah is unique in his attributes. Allah is Allah. And no matter how much of effort you make in your life, at no point should it that should ever regard that to be sufficient. Don't ever think to yourself, I have done enough now. I always need to do more. I always need to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will just finish this with the saying of Mawlana Rumi rahmatullahi where he summed it up in a very beautiful manner. He said, Andarira mi tarash wa mi kharash. In this part, you have to carry on working and carry on toiling and carry on making an effort. Right till your last breath, don't even let one breath go to waste. Not one breath. I mustn't waste one breath. I mustn't waste one second. Not even one second. Always, constantly, I need to be focused to Allah. I need to be working to get Allah's love, Allah's closeness, Allah's proximity, Allah's pleasure. I need Allah every moment. I need Allah to be pleased to me. Right till the very last breath. So don't think now, you know, I'm gone all now. I can take a break now. I need to relax. It doesn't mean now that you must not sleep sufficiently. Obviously, your needs, your basic necessities, your body is also an amanat. So you have to look after your body. But whatever extra time you have got till the very last breath, continuously try to get Allah's proximity Maybe in the very last breath, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless you with that special proximity, that special closeness. He will make you among his awliya, among his very close friends. And you may leave the dunya in that condition that you will enter in the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَدْخُلِي fi ibadi, وَدْخُلِي jannati. You enter in my special servants. You are a special servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then you're leaving this world in style. Then you're leaving this world in a dignified manner. Then Allah is upgrading your journey to the akhirat. Now you're going, but you're going with honor. You're going with respect. Farishtas are coming. They are coming to take you. Farishtas are taking pleasure and honor in carrying that rule. And they're asking, who is this pure rule? Who is this man? Who is this good man? Who is this pious man? The farishtas also are taking barkat from your ruh, from your soul. So continuously work and make an effort and constantly look into your life and see where the loose ends, see where the moments you are becoming negligent of Allah, those moments you are wasting, those moments you are whiling, and think to yourself, how can I utilize this to fulfill the very purpose of my creation, and that is worshipping Allah. May Allah grant us the true understanding. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah.